This week on The Outlaw Lawyer, Josh, Joe, and Cassandra discuss several notable legal news stories and asking burning legal questions such as, does Josh know who Amber Heard is? Who's Joe's favorite Boston Bruin? And do any of The Outlaw Lawyers know who Young Thug is? All that's coming up next on this edition of The Outlaw Lawyer. And now, Outlaw Lawyer. Welcome into the Outlaw Lawyer, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. I'm consumer advocate Morgan Patrick. Our guest attorney is Cassandra Nicholas. Again, she is also an attorney at Whitaker and Hamer. We have a lot to get into. If you've got a legal situation that you're facing and you have questions, I have a phone number for you, 800-659-1186. That's 800 800- 659-1186 and just leave your contact information briefly what the call is about and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. You can always email the program your questions. We'll use them on a future broadcast. Questions at theoutlawlawyer.com and again Whitaker and Hamer with offices in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena and Gastonia and we're here to talk legalese but first I think we're going to a little sidebar on a professional hockey team that's doing quite well. I tell you what, Morgan, it has been a lot of fun to watch the Hurricanes. At home. At home. I, um, we've watched a couple of Hurricanes games at home, so we've watched what? We watched, they've had game one, game two, and then we just saw game five last night because we're in the studio uh, Wednesday morning. And uh, watching the Hurricanes play playoff hockey at the PNC is a lot of fun. I think we can all agree on that. Yes. I don't think that's a controversial statement. (laughs) If you're a fan of the Hurricanes, if you're a Bruins fan, probably not very fun watching Hurricanes hockey at at PNC. But, uh, you know, I think the, the, it's a testament to how much fun it is. The fact that you watch the away games, you don't watch anything. I don't usually watch the Hurricanes. You know, I get, uh, I got YouTube TV. Sure. Don't get Bally. Yeah, that's terrible, man. I have the same issue. So I have to really go out of my way to see a Hurricanes game, an away game. And I haven't watched a lot of them, but with the playoffs being on ESPN, I've yeah. uh, been able to watch them. And that was a disappointing, uh, what was that, would be game three and game four. Well, I yep. think the, the Hurricanes played well in, in, in pieces of those games, especially the, the last game there. You know, they were kind of in control, and then lack of discipline kind of fell apart. But uh, You know, the lack of discipline is yeah. huge because – Boston kind of goaded them into sure. situations and took advantage, and they play well in front of their home fans, yeah. which, you know, by the time this show airs, um, you know, it's going to already go back yeah. to Boston on Thursday. Could be over. Uh, could be coming back uh, for a game later tonight. Uh, so it, it'll, it'll be interesting. I ended up over the past week just meeting a couple of clients who are Bruins fans. Like oh it, just, it just so happened. How'd that go? Salty. Everybody's a little bit. <laughs> everybody's a little bit salty. Um, I, I, I like to think we have folks listening to the show, watching the show, who are both Hurricanes fans and Bruins fans. Sure, there's, there's some of them. Um, but you know, this is the thing about that. In my experience, I obviously I don't have a large cross section of the population that's like that, but I know a, a few, and the ones that I know that are like that because we have a lot of transplants down here, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of transplants from up north, but most of the people that I know that are like that. They're here, so they like they pull, they'll pull for the Hurricanes. But Unless, they're primarily yeah. Bruins fans, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they revert back to being terrible people uh, whenever <laughs> these two teams play, by and large. You know, the biggest my biggest takeaway from watching uh, the two playoff games in Boston, uh, I'm used to I'm used to our home, and this is maybe a minor comparison, but I'm used to the uh, 
Adam Lee Decker, who sings yeah, the, that guy. He it's sings fantastic. the. If you go to Hurricanes games, he sings the national anthem. Did he write the national anthem too? I think so. He's a <laughs> he's an amazing person. He does a really good job. Um, and it, the, the the guy who sings the Boston national anthem did not like him as much. And it's and and, and I think. It's partially just because we like Adam Lee Decker so much. <laughs> but even if you take him out of the equation, sure. that guy leaves a lot to be desired. I, I don't know? like his, yeah. uh, it's kind of got like an opera take on yeah. the national anthem. Yeah. Well, that's a Boston tradition. So for Boston fans, they absolutely love it. And I'm sure they love the fact that we play Sweet Caroline yeah, when we're beating them uh, here in North Carolina. Even if we lose this series, which I don't, I, I don't think that's going to be the case, but even if we did, we still got Adam Lee Decker. They've got, they've got <laughs> Opera Man. Uh, Opera singing. Man. Yeah. That's good. That's what his name should be. I don't know what his name is. I never will know what his name is. That's just, that be never Opera again. Man. Never again. But, but uh, and the Sweet Caroline thing, you know, being a state fan, I can't get in on that. Like, I don't like it when the crowd sings Sweet Caroline. I wish they'd. Well, it's not Carolina. It's Sweet Caroline. Yeah. That's close what you, enough. <laughs> that's what you guys sing at football games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, a lot of. No, no team owns that, right? Like, there's. I don't know. You go to a Red Sox game and they play it's big. every. I get game. that. It's very oh, big. Oh, yeah. that's right, they do. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man. The dislike that I've developed for just the the Bruins just through this series, and I was never a big hockey guy. I always liked the Canes, obviously, just because it's our home team. Yeah. Never a huge hockey guy. Gradually becoming more of a hockey fan, and uh, just by extension, like I don't like any Boston teams now. It's it's very difficult. Yeah. Just Celtics by virtue of this. Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, never like the Patriots. Sox. I mean, obviously, if you're from here and you're a Panthers fan, you have a lot of reason to not be huge fans right. of the Patriots. But uh, Red Sox never really did anything to me. Celtics never really did anything to me. But not a big fan mm-hmm. currently in this moment. Sandra, have you ever? What's your watching? I feel really (laughs) jump in. in. Uh, We brought you here. I've been to a Canes game, and it was fun. It was not during the series. And for the folks who don't know, you're originally from North Dakota, which is a big hockey state, but we don't have any professional teams. So you don't like the state hasn't adopted a neighboring hockey team. Like what's no? We have a semi-pro hockey team, the Fargo Force. That's a pretty sweet name. I like that. I bet the beers are cheaper at those games yeah. than as opposed oh, for to sure. yeah. pro rings. I imagine so. so. The, um, well, I, I bring that up, uh, Cassandra, because you, you, you've moved here in the past couple of years, past year or two. And one of the things I wanted to talk about today was uh, the very exciting topic of judicial elections. Right? Mm. So that's uh, before I went to law school, uh, judicial elections were one of those things where you, you go to vote because you want to vote in like the national midterms or you know, whatever, and you, so you got this list of judges, and you, the average person probably doesn't know who any of these judges are. Um, and when I first started voting many, many years ago, they weren't really broken down by political affiliation. And then over the, I don't know when that started in North Carolina. It's been a while now, but now it's, you've got your Republican candidates, and you've got your Democratic candidates. Um, but I was just thinking about the person who doesn't spend, the person who's not an attorney, who doesn't spend their time in a courtroom, who don't deal with these judges every day. Who are committing crimes. How do you pick who you yeah. vote for for judge? I know when I didn't know this stuff before I went to law school, it was it was random, right? Maybe. It would be probably random. I mean, that's the thing. You got, like, how do you know? Like, the system is designed to, ha- how do you, like, literally, how do you know? Like, is someone going to hand you a pamphlet that, like, talks about this person's accomplishments and what they do? Are you going to see a commercial, like... The way that our system is, it's very difficult to know. 
And, and I wonder if there was like a venue, like an avenue to which you could learn more easily about these people, which I guess there kind of is. Like people could seek out information, but would people even care to, to spend their time learning about these candidates? Well, I don't know. Yeah, because like, you, you go to vote for, let's say, let's say you really wanted to support uh, – you know, like Democratic Senate candidates. And so that's why you show up. Mm -hmm. And then everything else is like an afterthought, sure. right? And it's always the people with like the weird names, right? That yeah. people will vote. Like I go weird see, name. Yeah, you give me a weird name, that's all day, man. <laughs> yeah. Like if you want your kid to be a judge, name him judge. Right? Yeah, judge, <laughs> judge. Or like learned hand or give him like oh, a yeah. really, yeah. Oh, man. Give I him like a real, because that's, I think that's what most people do. Uh, for better or worse, I'm not criticizing. You just, you get there, you got a choice between two You've already come to vote. You want to vote, right? And I think the default is, for me, it'd been like, oh, that guy sounds like he could be a judge. Or yeah. that lady sounds like she could be a judge, you know? And I know there's watchdog groups and people put out information, but, yeah, I, I don't I don't think the average person, I don't really have a solution for this problem. I just wanted to pose it to point you. It out. Yeah. I like how we do that. We, <laughs> we identify these problems, and we have no idea how to fix any of them. Yeah, Josh is like, pick the cool name. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 our official advice. I think the solution regarding judicial elections is to not elect judges, but well, that might you, be. How did they do it where you're from? Yeah, do you a, remember? Do you know? I don't remember. <laughs> well, I, mean. I should. Um, I know that when I've I've studied abroad a couple of times, and Europeans are very invested in how America should not have elected judges. Like, in completely non-political conversations, people would bring it up and say, it's really weird that you guys elect judges. Well, it is. I mean, how does... It's not my it fault. What, no, it's your fault. <laughs> it really is. Well, you think about it, you know, the Supreme Court, justices are not elected. Yeah. They're appointed, right? And, and I feel like, especially over the past, as everything gets more politicized, you know, judges running on, like, the conservative ticket. Like, I think the last go-around that I remember seeing this, like, there was a, a whole list of judges for North Carolina Supreme Court, North Carolina Court of Appeals, and they all came together on, like, the conservative ticket, you know, and, and uh, yeah, maybe there should be an appointment process. I don't think anybody, I don't think we're going to drive the change, no, but, it, you know. We're not going to drive the change. And we get a lot, I notice, I notice in North Carolina we end up with a lot of new judge, a lot of judge, like, the, you know, the incumbents usually have an advantage, but mm -hmm. I don't know that that rings true for judges. So it seems like we get a lot of new judges on the bench, and there's good and bad things that go along with that. But um, Yeah, how could, a, how could a person that, like you said, doesn't spend a lot of time in court, how, how do they know? How do they know how you effective wouldn't. a judge is? You wouldn't. You really wouldn't. And uh, I guess you can look at stats, but what do the stats even mean? Like, yeah. I was thinking about Cassandra was just telling us that this is she's getting ready to vote for the first time in North Carolina. And uh, that made me think about it too. Like mm -hmm. you seem jazzed about it too. I can see the energy well, coursing through. And your it's body. just it's the primaries coming up, so you're voting in either the Republican or the Democratic right. primary. I'm registered unaffiliated, so, uh, so I, I was looking at both <laughs> uh, ballots, just seeing which way to go, which one I want to. Well, this is weigh a dumb question because I really don't know. If you're unaffiliated, do you just pick which primary? Yeah. Oh, you just pick. Yeah, you can yeah, vote it's either. Like, it's like you're an independent. Yeah, it's like you have free, free but choice. But North Carolina does did not have an independent option as a registration option. It was uh -huh. unaffiliated instead. So all the, all the unaffiliated people should pull together and really form like a third party. That's right. But if you're unaffiliated, you're independent, correct? Yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. There's your party. Mm. All right. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Some of it's uh, stuff we've talked about before. I want to spend some time. We you know we did the whole show last week about the uh, the U.S. Supreme Court leak. 
Um, and I think there's still more fallout to talk about. There's some things that have happened since we last got together last week. So we're going to spend a, uh, a minute or two talking about that. Uh, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is is still out there. It's still a thing that's going on. So we're going to spend some time talking about that today. Um, Young Thug, one of Joe's favorite artist people, was was Let's not reduce him to being an artist. <laughs> one of my favorite people was arrested on RICO charges and and. Morgan, you hear Rico like in the movies, and you don't that statue. You hear it in a lot of rap music as well. Rico, yeah, probably so, some of Young Thug's own songs discuss that. So we're gonna spend some time talking about that, but lots of legal news items to discuss. All right, we'll get to it. The outlaw lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, our special guest today is Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer. If you've got a legal situation that you're facing and you've got questions. You can always call 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information. Briefly, what the call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Just remember, there are offices practically everywhere for Whitaker and Hamer. Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. So, folks, stay tuned. We're coming back right after this. Welcome back in to The Outlaw Lawyer. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, joined on set by The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. Our special guest is Cassandra Nicholas. She's an attorney also at Whitaker and Hamer. And Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm has offices in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. And just a reminder, Josh and Joe are practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. They're the managing partners of the firm. If you've got a legal situation that you are facing, you can always call the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch, and you can always email your questions to the program. We'll use them on a future show that is upcoming. Again, that's questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Well, we're getting into it. Dodd versus Jackson Women's Health Leak, the fallout. Yeah, so Morgan, uh, you were here, so you you may very well remember last week, that's all we talked about. Huge news story, uh, especially if you're an attorney, especially if you're uh, a fan of what's going on in the courts and legal news. So we spent an entire show just talking about that leak, uh, what we could figure out from that leak. Uh, we read the opinion, uh, but there's still more fallout from the leak. You know, one of the things we talked about was uh, there was a lot of speculation on who caused the leak, uh, why they caused the leak. Um, and, and that's unsettled. Um, it looks like the Supreme Court's... So there's some stuff I didn't know. The Supreme Court has their own police department. Mm-hmm. The court has its own little police department. Um, and there seemed to be a lot of controversy over just who would investigate the leak. Um, does the FBI investigate the leak? You know, what 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 happens? But it seems like uh, it's just going to be the internal Supreme Court. Yeah, the marshals. What do we call them? The marshals? Is that yeah. what they're called? Uh, I feel like we missed a golden opportunity to call them something cooler than that. Yeah, <laughs> the Supreme Force. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. There's lots lines. of options out yeah. there. Um, but then I saw, I saw some. You know, they don't really have subpoena power. You know, they you know they can't make people talk to them. And 
it was it was kind of hard to figure out what they were going to figure <laughs> out with their <laughs> just try really hard very limited please <laughs> please talk to me pretty please pretty please. Uh, and at the supreme court they're not going to be trick tricking anyone yeah. to talk to them they're they're approaching right. very educated lawyers yeah, saying yeah. what not, do you know not necessarily morons there i saw a couple of uh again i went to the place you shouldn't go for ever for news you know we sit here and we talk about i like to tell you guys where what i've been reading who i think's been following the story the best and I'm doing uh, the exact opposite of what I would normally advise, and I'm just heading to Twitter yeah. uh, just to see what random people are screaming into the Twitterverse. But I saw a couple of couple of folks try to do their own detective work and figure out who they thought it would be, but they were just blaming you know private persons for the most part, and that, that didn't seem to go very well. I don't know if you saw any of that. No, I did not. How do you how do you get to that conclusion of just blaming private persons? Like, well, I know a lot of people have been going just saying that it was. Ginny Thomas, ah, just because yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was already in hot water sure. for exceeding her role as the spouse of a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it was Ginny Thomas, but I'm not involved in the investigation. Yeah, we're not going on a record with that. I saw, no, <laughs> I, saw, I saw a bunch of folks who, who either knew or figured out who a lot of the law clerks were for a lot of the Supreme Court justices, and they were trying to know uh internet detective their way to figuring out who they were friends with and who they associated with the, the amount of free time that some people have man just really astonishes me there there are people out there yes with an astonishing yes. level of free a time. lot of people like people who make memes and things like that like that seems like a fun lifestyle that i'd enjoy <laughs> but like how yeah i mean i guess it's just they don't have a bunch of children and things like that you know, or they abandon them so we're we're <laughs> set to play. We're a week away. We're a week removed from the leak. A little bit more than a week, and I have no confidence that we'll ever know who who. I think we'll know. I feel like at I some think point, we're only going to know if someone just tells us they. Yeah, have. but pe- at someone at some point, right? Some at some point. Maybe like twenty eight years from exactly, now. Exactly. There'll be like a blurb when there's like have... space abortions and things have just <laughs> like we're at a whole other level. Of, like this is who set this all in motion. One. The other, the other thing I noticed, uh, you know, you had this, um, seemed to just start over the past couple of years, but the people, there's this group of people that will protest, you know, if, if a elected official uh, here, a Supreme Court justice does something that they don't, they don't particularly care for, uh, they'll protest like at their homes, like on their driveways, you know, that kind of thing. So we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of that. I, I saw the Senate did pass a bill to provide more security protection for Supreme Court justice and their family. They're going to send the Supreme Force out there to, to <laughs> they hold, hold it, it down for them? <laughs> Call them the Supremes. Oh, wait, yeah. that's taken. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised people. that actually took a, a bill by Congress to better protect the Supreme Court justices. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't know what kind of level of protection a Supreme Court justice needed before now, but apparently uh, the... House, Senate, everybody who needed to vote on it all agreed that they needed more and yeah. that, that they, the Congress got that done, you know. Um, Not following it as closely as you guys are because I, I don't have this this free time that these protesters <laughs> have. But Is this universal protest both ways? Like are we seeing protest at, at, at conservative and liberal justices like from each side? I don't know that. I, I haven't seen. Yeah, I don't know if it's been at the homes of both, but there yeah. are protesters at the at the Supreme Court sure, on sure. both well, sides. Of course, yeah, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man. I moved down from D.C. a couple of years ago now. You've been, where haven't I, you been? I know. <laughs> uh, and through law school, participated in 
a few protests in DC. I won't tell you which ones. <laughs> so the unaffiliated um, protests. We don't care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but DC is they they're very good at handling protests. They get those gates yeah, set out it. really uh, fast. They're probably the best. They, some of the they're best directing in the world. traffic. Yeah. They've got yeah. Uh, so if there's any place to protest, DC is the place to do it. Sure, I get that. I the, get that. The other thing I was thinking about is if you if you're, I think we can kind of assume this leak. We don't know who leaked it. We don't know what their political affiliation was, and we don't know their reasoning. But I I think we're safe to assume that someone leaked this on purpose. Yeah. To do to do something sure. to to affect judges' votes either. Yeah, I think there's a theory that this will lock them in because a judge who's already voted doesn't want to change their vote. Yeah. It seemed like they got persuaded. And there's another line of reasoning that's like, oh, the you know, we'll protest at change the judges' it. homes sure. and they'll they'll be intimidated or somehow uh, come to come to come to a new decision, right? Uh, depending on on what side you believe. Uh, but I wonder if this is affecting you know a Supreme Court justice how they. How they voted. It's a very interesting point you made because you could you could see it going either way, right? You know, it, you could see it like just on principle, I'm not going to change, and you could see because that's what I would do. Well, I don't. Whatever my vote yeah. was, and like <laughs> that, yeah, even that, if you changed your mind, like now. even if you actually changed your mind, you just be like you know what? Because I double down. That's what I do in like trivia, like in bar trivia. Like yeah, if yeah. I guess an answer, everybody disagrees with me, and it's probably wrong. Like I still just double down. That's on the it, thing, just man. Like this is a serious issue that you shouldn't just do to spite people. But if I've got people protesting at my house. I feel like I'm just, uh, you know what? I hate you people. Yeah. Even if I even if I change my mind, it's this is what I'm doing. So, so that's something that's been getting a lot of a lot of coverage. Um, and when I went down this 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 Twitter verse hole that I, I shouldn't be in, I saw a lot of people uh, tweeting about you know the abortion issue, uh, and this would be people who were were I guess pro abortion. Um, they about. call it pro-choice, Josh. Pro-choice, pro-choice, <laughs> yeah, Josh. pro-choice. Uh, Josh, talking about separation of church and state, like mm-hmm. the, you know, there's a lot of legal issues at play here. Um, but I saw a lot of like editorial cartoons and things like that that talked about you know keeping church and, and, and religion separate. That's not, I would argue, that's not really what this case is about. Nah, you can, you can. I mean, if you look at this as like a sanctity of life issue, like that's independent of like religious values, you know. Well, and not necessarily even sanctity of life, but at what point in sure. time does... Oh, it's a, that's does, a scientific question to some people. Like, it doesn't have to be a religious issue. I'm just saying, you could frame it yeah. in, in ways where it's absolutely not a... But then again, you've there is a big religious component to this for a lot of people. So you can understand why that people would make the mistake of, of kind of equating those <clears> things. Well, the legal, the legal issue... That, that the Supreme Court is looking at here is, is abortion a constitutionally protected uh, right? So that's kind of what the Supreme Court sure. has looked at. And so nowhere in this this leaked opinion, uh, if you if you read it... Does all it talk, 98 pages. Yeah, all 98 <laughs> pages. Does it discuss separation of church and state? So from a legal attorney perspective, uh, this is not a separation of church and state issue. Now, I know a lot of people could see it that way, right? Because it was very... Now, when a Supreme Court justice gets confirmed, their religious views are a very big mm-hmm. uh, something they get asked about, right? So we know uh, uh, the well, it's, it, and, and it's understandable why, because you know, if you it, certain religious beliefs are really frame the way someone would look at this issue, right? And you know, it's and, and it's it's only logical to believe that a, an individual who's just a person who's supposed to be a you know a neutral judge judging based on the law. 
isn't necessarily going to be able to put aside strong religious convictions yeah. and just look at something independent of that. Right. Um, but I thought that was a legal uh, technicality that, that, that maybe you know, someone who wasn't a practicing attorney maybe would not pick up on. So even though religion is probably important to the debate for those reasons, it's not legally, you know, this isn't a First Amendment case, this isn't an Establishment Clause case, this isn't a separation of church and state case. So I thought that was interesting because a lot of people were going that way with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people in the national media, a lot of individuals are going that way, but that's not that's not what we're dealing with from an attorney perspective. Um, Did you tell those people on Twitter that? No, I didn't. I just judged <laughs> them silently. Yeah, that's what he, was, he was just looking down the rabbit yeah. hole. He didn't actually go he didn't, down. He didn't yeah, really go I in. haven't checked your Twitter. Do you tweet much? I don't. I retweet stand-up comedians and old pro wrestlers a lot. Yeah, yeah That's really all I do on there. That's probably what if that's probably what the algorithm would bring to me. <laughs> I was going to ask this question because we talked about it in our last program. Do you think there's any significance to the draft being dated uh, late February, and then it gets leaked in early May? It's almost like did the draft change, and the people that didn't like the change leaked the draft? Oh yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Or yeah. did the draft not change, and the people that didn't like the fact that the draft wasn't changing? They somehow, they somehow. Yeah, you got to think they had access to it. I mean, it's sitting, it's sitting there for a good month. Sure. You know, marinating, and all of a sudden it gets leaked. I just think that's interesting. I think we we proposed at the time when we were talking about this last week that you know there's there's probably some uh, concurring opinions floating around and some like we talked. I think we used some scathing. (laughs) I think is the word we used. Um, So you think there's been healthy, robust discussion over these couple of months? Sure. Um, and yeah, who knows? Uh, again, I don't know that we can really, like we talked about earlier, I don't know that we can point to a side because who knows why, why the leak, the leaker leaked. Yeah. Why leak. did the leaker yeah. leak? <laughs> Say that 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then today, again, we're in the studio on, on a Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, it'll, it'll have already come to pass one way or the other. Uh, but we were just reading that, uh, uh, the Senate intends to put for a vote uh, a bill that would guarantee access to abortions. Um, but we were just reading that yeah, just now. That's supposed to happen today. However, uh, the filibuster still exists. They they haven't gotten rid of that. So in order for this bill to pass the Senate, they would need 60 votes. The Democrats would need 60 votes, and they absolutely do not have 60 votes. Um, so this is expected to fail today. Uh, but it's really for the purpose of them being able to debate it on the floor, put out their views and uh, their criticisms of Republican views, essentially. Um, so it gives them a platform, even though it's not going to have, it's not expected to have an effect. I think I think that's a good segue to talking about our next segment with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, because it's a similar thing, where the, it's... It's probably not going to accomplish anything, but it gives them a good platform to put well, to put a lot of argument out there. Well, I think it's a good play. I think you know we're heading into midterms, and no matter what side of the debate you're on, it you need. I like the fact they're putting people uh, to task and saying, well, "Well, what side are you on?" You know, yeah. that because that's that's kind of what that was. You know, in the leak, uh, Justice Alito was basically saying this shouldn't be a Supreme Court issue. Your elected officials, whether on the state level or on the federal level, this is something that needs to be legislated. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Congress doesn't seem to get a whole lot 
done, right? They're they're usually deadlocked. Uh, and so I think this is a good thing for whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, the people voting for you need to know what side you stand on. Putting it to a vote uh, and seeing who votes no, I think that's that's going to be real tough for a lot of these folks who don't want to take a stand yeah. uh, right before midterms. But I've already seen uh, the election commercials change, right? This yeah. is the number one thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, all the election commercials have changed. And one of the, you know they're they're talking about you know abortion and constitutional rights and what they'll protect or what they'll stop, but everything has changed. This is defining the whole midterm election mm-hmm. now, for better or worse. Uh, Seems like a pretty big deal, man. This thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's something everybody seems to have a very strong opinion on, and where compromise is difficult, right? Anytime you have a, a situation where you have competing equities uh, that don't have uh, a, a good avenue for negotiation, for compromise, you get these polarizing uh, moments like this. And, and, and who knows, right? I mean, who knows where we, we end up. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. You can find them at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. They're the managing partners there, practicing attorneys here in the great state of North Carolina. Our special guest on set today is Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney at Whitaker and Hamer. If you've got a legal situation that you're facing and you need some answers, I've got a phone number for you. 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information. Briefly what the call's about. And an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can email your questions to the program, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We'll answer those on future programs. Coming up next, Depp versus Heard defamation. That's next on the Outlaw Law. Welcome back to the Outlaw Lawyer. We have Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer, also practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Our special guest on set is Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney at Whitaker and Hamer. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Whitaker and Hamer offices in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. If you've got a legal situation you're facing, you've got questions, I've got a phone number for you, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the program. We'll try to answer those on future shows. And again, that is questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Depp versus Heard. Before we get there, Morgan, I wanted to check in with our friend Joseph. I understand, Joseph, that you are... Uh, Correspondent, Joe. That you, yes. have, that you have not... Uh, you've been fasting, so you have not eaten breakfast today. Yeah, man. Um, I'm not a, you know, <laughs> yes, this is true. Are, are you, you able, doing, are you able to focus? <laughs> yes, I'm doing great. You know, you ever wake up and just be like, I hate the way that my body feels right now, Josh? Has that ever happened to you? It does. It happens day? a lot. It yeah, happens a lot. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I eat a lot of, I eat a lot of, uh, I eat a lot of McDonald's breakfast, Josh. This is, a, I'll tell you that. Burger King, things like that. It's my worst meal of the day. Um and uh, there's this thing, it's intermittent fasting. Some people do it. It's supposedly very healthy for you. You basically, you, you have a varying window of fasting. It has health benefits, apparently, is what I've heard. Uh, so I've been doing that, man. And you like it. Yeah, it's going all right. It's good. Like, I mean, it, it sounds more difficult than it is, and I think it's tough at first, and then gradually you kind of you get used to it like you do with anything else. Break it down. What do you do? I, I, stop, I usually just stop eating between, like, 7 and 8, and then I'll eat again at, like, between 11 and 12, usually. Somewhere in that area. 
So uh, seven, seven to eight o'clock at night. Somewhere around there. It's supposed to be 16 hours, I think, technically. But, I mean, I'm kind of, it's it just loosey-goosey, man. I'm not too serious about it. But I'll drink, I'll do water. I'll do black coffee. Um, big black coffee. I don't know about mm. you, Josh. Okay. don't like putting okay. things in my coffee. I don't either. I don't Very, either. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it's, it's it. I don't know the science behind it, but, like, it, there's the proponents of it, like the smart ones, not me, the ones that are smart and know things, they can, like, rattle off crazy health benefits for it. There's just a lot. And, it, and I think the theory is, this is all, I could be completely wrong, because this is not, I'm an attorney. Ah. Uh, I'm not a, a health science person, but I think the theory is, is uh, in, in the wild, like if you look at us when we were like in the wild, like we wouldn't just consume food constantly. Like There wasn't a constant supply of food. You would hunt. So you'd spend time looking for your food and then you would eat it. So yeah. there was these windows. So like that supports a more optimal you know, that's that's. I think that might be. We're going back to caveman time. We're going back. We're going back. So I got a question for everybody. Uh, fast food breakfast. Yeah, yeah. It's delicious. It is, man. Right. And, and it, it honestly has to have some. Like there, have, I've determined that. Like what they put in crack, they put in like McDonald's biscuits. Okay. Before we get into this, you know, just from a sponsorship deal. Sure. Do we have to mention names because we could go out and get advertising for the show? Well, this is the thing about like I think that's <laughs> a pretty good out, ad. Like, McDonald's <laughs> biscuits as good as crack. But no, no, I was going to do well, what's uh got was egg McMuffin? What's their biggest? They price? got McMuffins, they got McGriddles. They've got hot What do you cakes. like the best? What do you what would you get? Just a biscuit, man. I'm not a complicated guy. All right, just all right. give me a biscuit. All right, so you got a McDonald's biscuit, you got a Burger King or Sam one. Yeah, you're. Oh. Which one do you? Which one do you prefer? All right, man. So I, 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 we we could do several minutes on the nuances <laughs> between the McDonald's and Burger King sausage. That, that Burger King sausage has got a little more spice to it, man. Uh-huh. It's got a, it, it's a little more authentic to like that. What your your like grandmother would cook, neither like what your grandmother right, sure, would cook, right, obviously. Right, right. But then that croissant, man. Something about that croissant really does it for me, man. So. It's funny, man. I probably prefer that Burger King, but I, 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 I eat that McDonald's a lot more. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because I'm lazy and it's where I drive more frequently. Right. Cassandra, I, any thoughts? I'm not on this health and fitness grind. We went as a firm event a couple of nights ago. As part of, of my job, ah. I was paid to go bowling two days ago, and I'm still sore. I'm still sore. <laughs> bowling. <laughs> so... So I'm not at your level, Joe. So was that like team building, a bowling activity? Was that was that? that was a yeah, that was a a bowling event that a local uh, association had. Okay. So the firm we we mounted up a team and, and went bowling and did. And we, we did, did not right. train appropriately for it because did you use the rails or did you not, go? No, no, oh, no we I wish. Yeah, it's a tournament. That, they wouldn't let you, right? They won't yeah. let you use the rails. There was no rails, but it, it was, was nine, nine pin. pin. Yeah, ah, nine pin. That usually helps out a lot for me. So, but anyway, yeah, I, I too, I didn't want to admit it in the office, but I'll admit it on. <laughs> exactly, perfect. None of our the staff is watching this anyway. But I was, I got up, and I was like, man, did I hurt my knee? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what happened? Josh, you know, you as my rec league basketball coach for many years, I know you're in awe of my sheer athleticism. Right, does not translate to bowling in any way, man. No, no, no you have never, you have never been a. It you, doesn't translate. You have many uh, athletic uh, abilities, but it has never translated to. To a bowling. I can put together like two or three good frames sometime, and I'll be like, I'm figuring this out. Man. Yeah, you see, you see, it falls apart. You seem uncomfortable. I get in my head too much, man. I get in my head, you know. But, You're a competitor. You want to be good yeah. at it, and it's just frustrating. One of our team members got a. Uh, we were we were bowling, and one of our team members who shall go uh, nameless was not Cassandra, was not me. 
Did we uh, have three people on the team? This is going to be easy. We had to <laughs> <laughs> I guess you had to be there to, 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 to deduce who this was. But, you know, there's only so many things you can do wrong in bowling, right? You can get a gutter, you can get a strike, but there's not really, you know, it's not like basketball where you, yeah, you can yeah. get technical fouls yes. or travel, right? There's not but, but the only thing you can do, like you cross the line, it's a foul. Okay, there's a worse thing. We'll talk about that. But, yeah, you cross on the line, that's a foul. I'm so we had, we had a teammate get a foul uh-huh. in the bowling tournament. The, what's worse than that is when you do the thing. It's, it's, it's not frequent. But when you do the thing, you hold the ball, and you literally throw it across lanes. And smack oh, I don't it. even know what that is. What? That's a thing. You've never seen that happen? Somewhere? That's called getting kicked out of the lane. I mean, it's just a gutter, right? You just It's just... It's a gutter, but I'm talking like you literally throw it o- out of your lane hands. and it travels a lane or two over. I don't think I've ever I've, seen that happen. You haven't been watching a lot of bowling. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. They're holding the follow-through a little yeah, too long. Yeah, yeah. Well, our segment was not about any of that. <laughs> our segment is uh, just a follow-up on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, uh, which the last time we talked about it, we were we were in the middle of Johnny Depp's. Uh, that doesn't even seem like a real name. That seems like that's a character name. That's a sweet name, though, man, honestly. Oh, oh, this is that. Speaking of names, this is not important either. So I wouldn't watch Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. Good yeah. movie. Has, yeah. You seen it? I don't know. I've you heard it's like good. What Doctor Strange too? I've, I've heard not seen it. What do you do? Have you seen? Do you know who Doctor Strange is? It's not a movie about the medical field. I was just gonna bring up yeah. Alley Cats, the Disney movie. Okay. But we'll, yeah. Doctor Strange. <laughs> well, we, we need to get back to that. It sounded important. It I does. don't know what that is. It's not important. Oh, you haven't seen. But I saw Doctor Strange too, and with any Marvel, it was very good. Everybody should go see it. Yeah. Any any Marvel movie now, you've I already know ahead of time. Does this have one end of credit sequence or two or yep. three? Right. So we're all sitting there, and we we get through the first mid credit sure. scene, and so then you're stuck sitting there, right? Because you know there's one coming up at the end, so yep. you actually have to watch, which is brilliant. Because who would pay attention to the but no I'm, one would. But I'm reading the credits because you're there, you're bored, and you're just watching. And right after that middle scene, if you look, there's like a I think it was director of photography. It's like right in the middle, and there's three names, and one of the names is Johnny Gamble. Wow! And I and, and I hope that's his, this guy's real name. Sure. And, but I almost want it to be my name. I thought about maybe this is. It could be. There's I'd, a legal. I'd vote that for a Judge name. Gamble. Oh, I'd yeah. that'd be a good. Yeah. Any criminal type thing, right? Any any like a Judge Larceny or Ooh. Judge. Murder. Judge murder. <laughs> murder Jones. All right. Cassandra, you had an important point in this Johnny <laughs> Depp trial to bring up. Oh, nope. That was about bowling, alley cats. Uh, <laughs> so is this a movie? What is this? Yeah, it was a Disney original movie about a bowling team. Were they and cats? They weren't cats, okay. but they were nerdy, and it comes down to the final thing, and it's an 8-10 split, and this girl sits down on the floor and starts spinning the bowling ball and then gently Just pushes it. This sounds That's like a classic movie. And, and I consider doing not that. Not seen Alley Cats. Johnny Depp, not in Alley Cats. No Amber Heard. No. Zach Efron in Alley Cats. I'm trying to figure who who is the... Zach and Zach, weren't or they were Disney people, weren't they? Zach and Zach, Zach and Cody, Sweet uh, Life of Zach and Cody. You, your kids probably Lizzie, saw that. Lizzie one. McGuire, is yeah, that a thing? She's, she's doing great. She yeah, just has a well. yeah. The How I Met Your Father. I'm gonna be she's honest with you, man. I really enjoy. I, I think this should be a new thing where we present a segment and don't speak about well, it. Well, I think this is a metaphor for how <laughs> we, unimportant. Yeah, that's a good does. point, man. Legally, now, and this is the thing. You say it's unimportant, but you see like the stats of who's live streaming it. You had 587,000 people live streaming this trial mm. and, and i think when you say it's unimportant like it's unimportant in the sense that it's going to have no bearing on like the law like there's not going to be any kind of groundbreaking changes that come from this case but like th- it's it's entertaining to people man it's like a train wreck 
People I, love to see a train wreck where no one dies, right? Yeah, I mean, millions of people watch the Kardashians. I yeah, don't understand. Exactly. Yeah. Can you imagine if they were suing each other for defamation? This is like the same amount of people that watch wrestling on any given day. Yeah. They should wrestle. Well, we, we, we had an editorial in our materials for the show. I read this editorial. where was an attorney out of Virginia who, like us, was like, this, this is not important. Yeah. Right? It's not going to result in any new law. Like, I think we said that. It's like, this is... This is if this if these people weren't famous, you would never in a million years know that this was happening. Maybe the defecation angle. No, yeah, I, I guarantee you, man. There's hundreds of people pooping in beds every day, and you don't hear about it. It's just not a big. It's just not, not a, a big, big deal. Story. How does it come up? How, how does that come up? No one's gonna at the water cooler. That'd be hey, interesting. Guess what happened to me? <laughs> My spouse defecated. My lady came in. Yeah, it's not a thing, man. I uh, but he this 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 uh, attorney. I think it was a she. This attorney was like, I hope. They both get judgments against them, right? She hopes yeah. that's the result because there's a, you know, there's Johnny Depp's claim of defamation, there's a counterclaim of defamation, uh, and she hopes they both win, right? They both just get judgments against each other, and we all get to go back to uh, talking about alley cats or alley cats, yeah. more important pressing things. <laughs> yes, sounds like a great movie, man. I'm gonna put my kids on it as soon as possible. I can't believe you hadn't seen it. Well, how like this is not it, that long ago of a, of a like... Disney original. No, it was a long time ago. That's why you should have seen it. Uh, now, see, I, I never, I, the, I, I missed the boat on the Disney movies. Like, like did that it come out in the movie theaters, was, or was it? I, I cared about. No, it's an old cartoon. <laughs> is this pre no, or post? It was live. It was. Oh, it was live. Is this like pre or post? So this is this like is a late TV 90s, show. Early two thousands. Is this a Disney original movie? Okay, is this pre or post High School Musical one? Pre. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Was this about the same time as like the Paula Abdul scat? Video to cat. What was that cat? Scat. It's, Are it's we back to talking about the Paul herd trial and pre? I gotta look this up. Give me one second, <laughs> High please. School Musical. I gotta see who's in this movie. <laughs> All right. We'll okay. get an update. We'll get an update. <laughs> yeah. The show is officially off the rails. I love that. We're having some fun. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hammer, managing partners at Whitaker and Hammer Law Firm. They're practicing attorneys here in the great state of North Carolina. And again, our guest. This week is Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney at Whitaker & Hammer. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. If you've got a legal situation, not a movie question, but a legal situation that you need answers to, I've got a phone number for you, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact info and briefly what that call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker & Hammer will be in touch. And as always, you can email the program questions at theoutlawlawyer.com, and we'll answer it on a future show. The Outlaw Lawyer is back right after this. Welcome back into The Outlaw Lawyer. We have Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. They're also practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Our guest on set is Cassandra Nicholas. She's also an attorney at Whitaker and Hamer. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. If you've got a legal situation that you are facing, I've got a phone number for you. It's 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what that call is about, and somebody with Whitaker and Hamer, an attorney, will be in touch, and you can have that discussion. Also, you can email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. It's been an interesting show already, guys. Where are we going next? Well, Morgan, when I do my prep for the show, I always like to look at what's what's in the news, and and sometimes I'll pick stuff that I'm not very familiar with, and and so uh, this next story is not one that I am intimately familiar with. I just started reading about it today, but uh, I'm guessing a popular uh, musical artist, Young Thug, was arrested 
Uh, it's about time we got into some important legal issues right. on, this, on this show. Was a, was arrested, and, and this is kind of a crazy charge. This, this is a, a RICO, right? So yeah. you, you hear that a lot, um, uh, someone being brought up on, on RICO charges. Uh, Cassandra, what does that actually even mean? It is the <laughs> Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. So that, that became a thing. That's a federal law that was passed in like, the, uh, I don't know, it was like late 60s, early 70s. Uh, the feds were trying to, to track down... Organized crime. Organized crime. Yeah, yeah like mobsters. Yeah, exactly. like the heads yeah. of, of these organizations that didn't actually physically uh, commit crimes, right? So they didn't uh, kill people, right? They didn't commit murder. Yeah. They weren't out there committing larceny. They weren't out there selling the drugs. But they were in charge of the operation that was doing it. And it was very hard to make any kind of charges stick under yeah. uh, the regular statutory scheme. Uh, so this RICO uh, legislation came along that made them, if you prove certain things, even though, uh, so here they're they're accusing a young thug of a lot of things, including murder. I mean, there's like 50 yeah, some basically charges. like heading a criminal enterprise, basically. But know? but the RICO allows you, like Joe, if 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 you were heading a criminal enterprise, even though you may Air not quotes. have, <laughs> even though you may not have actually committed a murder, they can stick you with a sure. murder charge via RICO. So RICO became yeah. a very popular way to, to take out these organized crime syndicates. The 70s, man. Like, so so they use this to go after a lot of mobsters. So give me like your, your, your when you think of like a tough, like stone cold killer type of mobster type, what, what comes to mind for you? Tony Soprano. Okay, Tony Soprano. You take Tony Soprano and then you're, you put young thug beside him who's a slender taller man that wears dresses generally i saw i read that yeah Yeah. he's a dress guy and it's just like it's crazy to think the wide breadth of things that you can go after with the statute but yeah young thug you i could have like i would have bet anything you were a big young guy so my uh no i'm not i'm not yeah yeah. you know his dad old thug Yeah, we went to high school together yeah older older thug that's the thing about young like there's a lot of young rappers young that's you forever like there's no transition. Yeah, I don't understand. Where you I, I don't middle aged or old. Thug. So you know, I, I came up during uh, you know Biggie Smalls and, and Wu Tang, and, and that's the kind of stuff I enjoy. Right, yeah. I enjoy that. About '03, I checked out. Sure. Right. I, I, I'm not. I, I didn't. Everybody has that age, and Joe, maybe you haven't hit it yet. I don't Sandra, know, man, not I'm not a yet. big young. I mean, I'm not a, the biggest young thug fan. Like I, some some songs, you know, I can you can just get into for whatever reason. Like he. He was one of the one of the first guys that I would consider like kind of a mumble rapper where you don't really understand much of what he's. He just makes a lot of uh, uh, like a noises like that. The like, the author in the article in our materials called his music uh, melodic mournful flow. Yeah, just <laughs> a lot of uh, 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 like like if you but to like, a melody, if you had a stomachache and you were in bed writhing in pain and someone put a microphone, it's it's that that's pretty good. That's a lot of like what it sounds like. So my my boys will tell me about uh, little somebody, yeah. right, or, or yeah. baby somebody, or yeah. and and, and I, I was making fun of them for that, and I, I imagine that's a lot <laughs> like my parents. Kids? Like I was a big iced tea kid. Sure. Like I liked iced tea. Yeah, uh, I liked it. I like the beverage, yes. and I also enjoy the artist. I would drink gallons. That's a story for another day. But gallons of iced tea <laughs> into my body. Yeah. How I, how I survived. But iced tea and ice cube, you know, my parents used to make fun of that when I was a kid. Like, oh, you know. But, but yeah, you, yeah. iced tea or ice cube? Take are, are you just right now? Are you just little? 
you know, like was it little baby? That's what one of little my kids baby, was there's like, little, yeah. yeah, there's little baby, there's duh baby, there's little baby. It confuses I mean, people. It's not a new thing. Like in the nineties there was little Romeo and he eventually did drop he's just Romeo now. I feel like <laughs> the, I I would be willing to bet that some of Lil Romeo's music appears on Alley Cats. Strikes. That would be. I would. Wait until we, we, yeah, we should nice. Google the soundtrack though. See, there's probably is like a soundtrack. That oh came yeah, out. there's definitely sure. a soundtrack. But uh, I, but but you don't see this Rico statue. You just don't see it that much anymore, or, or maybe you just don't hear about it that much. No, and, and I think you know beyond the whole Rico aspect, and I guess it is relevant to the Rico aspect. But something you you have seen, you don't see it a ton, but you have seen. Uh, this this kind of uh, the idea that things that rappers rap about being kind of used against them, right? And, that was and, and a, criminal yeah. proceedings. That's really what what's that? That's a big part of the issue here. So, um, and, and it's tough, man. Because yeah, you look at the you you look at the lyrics and you read them, and, and yeah, they can read like admitting to murdering people, but like that's rap music, man. Like that's that is not all rap music, but a lot of rap music is, is kind of rooted in. Things of that nature, and singing of things of that nature, and it's storytelling, right? right? It's just like, so, yeah, it's just like if you were a fiction writer and yeah, you wrote all these murders. hundred percent, man. Like, but there's Stephen a difference if you... are murdering everybody, you know? We don't think. But there are no murders associated with Stephen King. Sure. Whereas, in this instance, uh, Young Thug is a founder and organizer of YSL. Allegedly. Young, is that allegedly uh, or is that just a thing? I don't think... that This is allegedly. Okay. I think he is affiliated with YSL, which is Young Slime Life. And then, allegedly, um, Young Slime Life is a criminal street gang, allegedly. Uh, that I don't think it's alleged that Young Slime Life is a criminal street gang. Well, I think it is and, a criminal street gang. I think it's alleged that he is the, the, the head of uh, YSL. So, you remember? <laughs> no. Okay. Not a card carrier. Demographic for that. Uh, but they're associated with murder, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, armed robbery, carjacking, theft, and drug dealing. So through Rico, those right. are all the things that he's. Yeah, Rico is just trying to hold him liable for crimes other people committed, allegedly, on his watch, on his on his command. And so, you know, the feds, uh, for better or worse, when they proceed with charges, they they build a very good case you don't usually usually uh there's something there there's at least smoke right you may not be guilty of the crimes that you get uh, uh charged with but uh the feds usually do their best to build a pretty strong case so this just came to light uh he was just arrested this week i think um so this will be interesting but a lot of the the news articles i read uh were kind of we're kind of saying, like what, like you said, Joe, like some of the things that he uh, speaks to in his music might be held against him in some way, which would be crazy. I imagine a good lawyer can, you know. Get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, you'd have to, if, if that's how you looked at it, you'd have to arrest a, a lot of people, man, because there's a lot of songs out there. <laughs> right. A lot of, right. Including some from your, your guy, Ice-T, probably, if we're I tell looking you, back. I, he, uh, you know, I see he's done a good job staying in the public eye because he's on that show I don't watch. Uh, Every Law show. Law Order. That you don't yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's the only, my um, my truck, my truck is a 2016. My truck came with a CD player, right? So I don't think that's an option. I don't think you can even get that if you want it anymore. Right? My car has a cassette player, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I'll let you borrow my Ice-T uh, uh, original gangster. I, I had a cassette that. and the CD. 
But that's the only CD I have in my entire truck, and it's in there, right? So if nice. I ever switch to, it won't come out. Well, it'll come out, but why would you why take would it out? Why would you take it out? Yeah. yeah. If I if I get just to, let it merge with the car. Yeah. If, come one with it. If you know, if, if the radio, if there's nothing on the radio, uh, you know, and, and I'm flipping around, and I, I, there's nothing on my phone I want to play, and I get to the CD. Yeah. That's the only CD I want to hear. Yeah. Okay. I bet okay. that's something you didn't know before today. No, I did not. I've learned a lot of things about you, man. <laughs> learned a lot of things. Yeah, we've all learned quite a bit today. <laughs> the Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, our special guest in studio, Cassandra Nicholas. And again, she is a practicing attorney also at Whitaker and Hamer. And this portion of the program has been melodic, it has been mournful, right. and it has flowed quite well. Uh, we are going to come back on the other side and we'll wrap this up. If you've got a legal situation that you're facing, we've got a phone number for you, 800 800- 659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can also email uh, your question to the program. We'll answer it on a future show. Questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We're back right after this. Welcome back into the Outlaw Lawyer, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. Your hosts, I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Our special guest on set is Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney at Whitaker and Hamer. It has been a fast-moving show, lots of topics, but we need to wrap this up. Uh, Morgan, one thing I did want to say, I feel like I have to say this at the end of every show, um, and you do a good job on, on you know introducing us and, and, and taking us out of segments, but we are, believe it or not, uh, attorneys, uh, and I think good attorneys. I believe it. Right. <laughs> so the the law firm of, of Whitaker and Hamer, uh, that's that's where we're at. Uh, like uh, Morgan says, we have uh, several offices in the area. Uh, Riley, Garner, Clayton, Fuquay, Goldsboro, uh, Gastonia. Uh, we have attorneys that practice in a lot of different areas. If you have a legal problem, um, we have the attorneys, we have the experience, we have the staff, we have the facilities, we have everything uh, ready uh, to assist you. Um, and so we come on this show, we like to talk about legal news, we like to have fun, uh, we like to let loose a little bit, but I feel like I always have to wrap up by saying, real attorneys uh, who go to court, again, I'm not, we're on video today and I, I wore my, my polo, not even my work polo, you didn't either. You look great though. Well, Cassandra looks like a real attorney. Yeah, so she balances us out. We've got we got Morgan, great, you, yeah, you, great, me, yeah. You know? <laughs> I uh, I have a hard time wearing, like I wear a suit to court, you know, anytime I have to. Yeah. That's what an attorney does. Sure. Right? But if I don't have to go to court, real difficult to put a suit on. I try to get as close to looking like a hobo as I can. And I actually dress up for this. This is, this is you. This yeah, is this as good as I. Are you trying as hard as you? You're going to be a skinnier hobo now because you're faster. Oh my! And that's the best kind of hobo. You see a hobo that's not skinny. Doesn't really make. Doesn't really equate as a hobo, you know. And you, you're you shaved and everything. You're trimmed up. Yeah, like, I couldn't I have do a that. Uh, my guy, the plug for Mister O, the Dominican barber down in Clayton. Check him out. You will not be upset. We get paid for none of these recommendations. No, I, I don't need to get paid for that. He's my guy, man. <laughs> he helps you out. He's my guy, yes. Um, but 
Again, and, and Morgan, you've got all the information. You've got yep. the email. You've got the phone numbers. Yep. Here we go. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. And again, Cassandra Nicholas, our special guest this week. Here's the phone number, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. You can also email your questions to the show, theoutlawlawyer.com. And again, just leave contact information, briefly what the call or the email is about. We'll be in touch. hosted by an attorney licensed to practice law in North Carolina. Some of the guests appearing on the show may be licensed North Carolina attorneys. Discussion of this show is meant to be general in nature and in no way should the discussion be interpreted as legal advice. Legal advice can only be rendered once an attorney licensed in the state in which you live had the opportunity to discuss the facts of your case with you. The attorneys appearing on the show are speaking in generalities about the law in North Carolina and how these laws affect the average North Carolinian. If you have any questions about the content of the show, contact us directly.